Welcome to your Veterans Resource Podcast, Return to Roots. This podcast is for service members and their family members regarding retention, transition, and reintegration from active duty to veterans in the community. Hi, I'm your host, Chris Elder, an active duty senior chief in the United States Navy. My partner in crime slash host is Yogi Hernandez, who's an active duty chief in the Navy. Together, we are documenting our experiences as we prepare to transition and reintegrate into the community. Every podcast will have actionable content that will benefit American service members and their families, as well as those who have already transitioned and reintegrated. This is a warning for all you listeners that may have little ears around you. Please make sure that you uh, listen to the material first before you let little ears hear it. And if you have any experiences where it triggers anything, there is a program that you could use. It's called Courage to Call 211, and they can help you. Welcome to Return to Roots Mill to Vet Podcast. Today we are privileged to have Darren Lewis, a Navy veteran, talk about his testimonial on transitioning from the military and reintegrating into the community. Darren, how are you doing? We want to know hey, a bit about hello. who you are, what you are, why are you here, what brought you to this point? You know, a little bit about your story, how long you were in, how long ago you transitioned out, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, yeah. So hello, my name is Darren Lewis. Um, I was in the United States Navy from 2012 to 2017. I did four years active and one year in the reserves. And I got out in 2017. Um, and I've been living in Seattle, Washington ever since then. So for about 12, 11 to 12 years now. Um, and I've had a bunch of jobs. I've done things and I have uh, my own place here. I'm pretty much have roots established here. I'm an active member of my community. So uh, yeah, I really, I really set roots here in Seattle. Um, and I engage in mutual aid work and I've done uh, equity and social justice work around here as well. Um, so yeah, I'm just a veteran who's used some of my services and interacted with some other ones. And uh, yeah, yeah, I <laughs> Bro. just engage. So- so walk me through your last day in the Navy. Uh, what was what was that like for you, man? Like walking off walking off the USS Nimitz because for uh, those of you that probably don't know, um, uh, Darion and I served together. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You were my, you were my chief, my AZ chief, actually. <laughs> yeah, Which you know it was wild. Huh? <laughs> uh, it was it was it, it was a fun time. It was a fun time. He was actually quite cheaply, quite cheaply indeed. <laughs> um, no, no, yeah, it was wild. You know, in, in a lot of ways, it felt like um, if you remember what it was like to step off the bus and walk into the Golden Thirteen, it was kind of a lot like that, actually. <laughs> Believe it or not. <laughs> yeah. It was like you were stepping off of a bus you had been on for a few hours into a whole nother room where a different group of people are about to yell your name really loud. So <laughs> it, it kind of had a similar feeling. You were step, you know, you you've been 
sort of acclimated into this Navy life where you've had like a routine for so long and you've made these connections and then your, your BCS is coming up or your time is coming up and then you have DD214 in hand. And that's almost like, it almost feels like orders. Like, oh, I'm supposed to go somewhere else. And then you kind of start that process. And pretty much up until the second or third day, you don't come back for like watch or whatever. It still kind of feels like, <laughs> you know, like you didn't really leave. Or you're constantly, you know, kind of checking your phone or watching your emails and just like making sure no one's, Wait, chief called me. <laughs> you know yeah, I just felt like I was kind of being PCS to somewhere else. But I remember you telling me the story, a sea bag, and eventually you found a metro card. So you had the clothes on your back, and then a sea bag and a metro card. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like, I, you know, I'm not sure how many people are aware, but basically, when you get out of the navy, at least when I got out of the navy, uh, they gave you a few options on what to do afterward. You could go back to where you joined the Navy from, i.e. your hometown, where you mapped in at. You could go somewhere else. You could stay there. Um, if you go back home, they'll pay for you a plane ticket. You'll get some different money under some special circumstances. But in my particular case, I was just staying right here in Washington, just go over to Seattle. So the Navy got me a ferry ticket, said, thanks, thanks for the labor there, Chief. And they, and they, and they, and they sent me across the water and I kind of just had my sea bag and two other bags full of my stuff from Iraq um, with me when I got on the on the uh, Bremerton Ferry to downtown Seattle. And when the ferry landed over the pier, I was like, well, I'm in Seattle and I'm homeless. So let's let's dance. Let's see what's going on. <laughs> but, but again, it, it felt like I was still, you know, in a lot of ways kind of in because, you know, when you get out that early, you still have connections with like um maybe marine corps relief society and a bunch of these like veteran groups that kind of seem to fade out the the longer the longer you get um so yeah i went to when i got to the ferry i walked a few blocks and found the king county um public health outreach office and talked to somebody there told them exactly what had just happened <laughs> and then uh long story short i left with some health care I got a discounted bus pass um, and I got some job and housing referrals. So, and then the rest is kind of history from there. I've been thriving in Seattle ever since. <laughs> so you mentioned you were homeless. How did that come into play? Did you not have a plan? Did your plan just, you know, disintegrate at the last minute or what? Yeah, yeah, I didn't have a plan. Um, I, I knew I didn't really necessarily want to return home. <laughs> you know, you know there's a bunch of opportunity up here, so I do it when you know if I if I kept the willpower amongst myself and kept a good circle of people, I knew I wouldn't be, you know, down too long. And it was a temporary state, so very light at the end of the tunnel kind of kind of thing. Um, and I, and I knew Seattle seemed like the kind of place I wanted to be at long term, and it seemed worth it to do it. So I didn't really have a plan as to like a short term plan, which is how I ended up like that. But I had a long term plan, which is how I ended up like this. <laughs> nice yeah. man. So uh, when you, when you got out, you went to King County. They helped you out, and yeah. that kind of highlights uh, some points that kind of just like man, as soon, uh, as I was hearing your story, it's just like. You know, people that don't go to these transition classes and don't take serious notes and don't try to enroll in their VA benefits and don't submit their their claims 
your story well, right there just kind of speaks to to it, right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, if you'll you'll have so you'll have two types of people in the military. Some will tell you to get everything on paper and document everything, and others tell you if you keep going to medical, you are going to go to mass. <laughs> so you, if you kind of have the know-how or the understanding, or you have a good enough like mentor to no, no, this is the one you do. Yeah, yeah. Please listen to that. <laughs> Yeah, you know, absolutely. and that whole entire mentality, you know, what you just said there, you know, it's, it's something that we need to flip the script on is mm -hmm. you're not being a sick, a sick bay commando, you're getting help. Yeah. You know, <laughs> sick bay commando. Yeah. 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 Well, I don't, I don't enjoy medical, you know, the bed is cold and they're probably gonna, gonna put needles in me somewhere. I'd much rather be with my with my homies, but you know, it is what it is. I'm being used like a rental car. Stuff's gonna break. Well, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> like heat exhaustion gonna exhaust. Sorry about it. <laughs> yeah, next right. time I'll try to be human, I promise. How far in advance did you go to the classes and stuff like that? To the, um, the TAPS class ooh. and stuff like that? That's a good question. I think I went to TAPS like maybe three days before I got out. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was very, very close. And I didn't find it the most helpful for me. But it's because I just have never done well in class settings. That's why I was in the Navy in the first place. <laughs> <kidding>. You know, <laughs> a lot of... A lot of people don't realize what TAPS classes is meant for. It's it's informational based process, and a lot of people put mm -hmm. a lot of a lot of weight behind it. And even though like the people that are instructing it, they're most of them are passionate people about helping. Absolutely. But it's just it's just so much information. You know, it's the proverbial fire truck that runs over the semen Timmy <laughs> that's about to get out. You know, and semen Timmy is thirsty for knowledge, right? He's, he's so thirsty definitely he's a truck full of water full of knowledge you know just runs him over and then as it's backing up back over him they're wondering why uh why semen timmy is still uh still thirsty for knowledge and uh, yeah. when you when you realize as you're getting out you know when you realize as you're getting out it's not designed to set you up it's designed to inform yeah. you yeah absolutely yeah yeah definitely yeah. Were you aware of the ability to submit your VA claims about 180 days prior to you getting out of the Navy or anything like that? I don't think so. So, and, and that, that's one of the things that we want to talk about when we do this, this uh, kind of podcast uh, shows to bring awareness to the things that are available that are there. Unfortunately, um, I would say for everyone that is very junior, I would even be mm -hmm. willing to say everyone, a big majority of the E5 and below, they have no awareness of what the VA is, what a VA yeah. claim is, their ability to submit their VA claims prior to 180 days before they transition out. Yeah. And most, most of that is, is because of like you, your, your specific perfect scenario, you went to TAPS class three days before you got out or, or yeah. within that time frame, right? And yeah. that timeline doesn't give you 
the only thing that is on your mind, and correct me if I'm wrong or if I'm overstepping, but the only thing that you have on your mind is I'm saying goodbye. I don't care about any of this. My bags are packed. I'm out of here. The only thing that I care about is when can I stop standing watch? When are all these people just going to get off my back so that I can just be a civilian again? Definitely. Definitely. I wouldn't even add to that. It it was definitely, that was definitely on my mind. It it was also on my plate, right? You know, it's, it's, it is a lot of like, yo, I'm just done with the Navy. Let me, like the last thing a sailor wants before they leave the Navy is one more PowerPoint. If if the Navy does the most insulting <laughs> thing to be people leaving the military, it's wait 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 just just one more PowerPoint, just one more AKL, I swear. And you're like gritting your teeth, like. But but then on that same frame, it's also there was a lot on on my plate too. You know, it wasn't the case with me, but with a lot of sailors, they're getting ready to move whole countries or they move their whole families ahead of them already getting out. And so sometimes it's the, yeah, I want to get out of the military, but also it's, I got to think of the movers and the house and where the kids are going to go. And, and all this stuff is on my mind and on my plate. And then sometimes an informational taps class can, I can understand how it could fall by the wayside. I, I can definitely can see it. Even for, you right. know, even for people who are supposed to send sailors there, I could see how it could fall by the wayside. Because while taps is happening, regular ship ops and work still has to go on. And that's a very specialized need for something that's, you know, part of a whole unit. So it's yeah, it'll fall by the way, said. From everyone on the perspective of that has transitioned that we talked to now, is mm-hmm. there in black and white it says that you can attend TAPS class up to two years before you get out, right? And transitionally oh throughout God, your, your service. However, just like you, you didn't know that. And also because it gets in the way of your transition. And what happens also, a lot of people, it's a little bit dif- more, more difficult nowadays because it is more, more final uh, when mm-hmm. you say, I'm, I'm no longer going to be in the Navy. Back 12 years ago, it was, you could be at the last day and say, you know what, I changed my mind, I'm still going to stay in. Right? Really? Whereas, <laughs> yeah, whereas now, it is once you get your once once you hit your window, it's you say you're not you're not gonna stay in. Are you sure? Are you really sure? Here's this yeah. paper, sign it. Once you say you're really sure and you sign this paper, you're done. Like you're really done, yeah. right? Uh, whereas I remember about 10, 12 years ago, it you could be literally at the door and say, "Hey, I take it back." <laughs> Call the details. Get me in. Right. Or my wife. My wife got pregnant. My girlfriend got pregnant. Whatever it is, I'm getting married. I have a child. Please, for the love of God, do whatever you need to keep me in. You know. Yeah, and, yeah. and I've had a lot That's of sailors that, that that happened to. And so you you like literally drop everything. You're like, let me help this guy out, right? Or yeah. this gal or this um, sailor. But now you know, and that gave a lot of more flexibility with the taps classes. Whereas now yeah. they're more rigid, right? And there's, I think, yeah, more yeah. structure to it too. But there's yeah, yeah. still a lot of sailors that still end up just going out with the TAPS class or just the capstone, which is now to, to your pun on uh, PowerPoints, it is a virtual <laughs> class that is about a four or five hour long class, right? And you just click through it. 
right? So it's at your own yeah. discretion, at your own pace, right? And yeah, so what do you, okay. what do they do? Right? There's no test, there's no nothing. So what do they do? They just click through it. They just click through it. They just like, get I'm certificates keep, and click through it. Like I'm gonna keep it a buck. I'm gonna keep it a buck fifty. I'm gonna click through it. Like I'm not gonna read it. Cause it takes too long. I got ADHD like that. Like <laughs> lots of words on a page yep. will send me running to the hills. I need pictures, colors, and shapes. <laughs> Man, I, one of the reasons why I clicked through was because the bar to click through was in a shape that was easy to see. I'm like all the letters. Oh, man. <laughs> see, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and that's exactly, and that's a lot exactly of people. Right. A lot of people they, uh, whenever they attend the virtual ones, they're not getting any substance. And I I understand why they had to do virtual during COVID, but um, people are starting to attend the in class ones. You know, I could talk to the in class one that I just attended over here at Point Loma, and it was uh, it was rather good. Oh, nice. Um, I'm hearing good reviews on some of the ones up in uh, Miramar as well. Okay. There is a lot of like improvement happening. And now the capstone class, right? The capstone class nowadays, uh, you actually have to sit with somebody to go over your transition plan before mm. they'll even uh, let you pretty much transition out. You could choose not to do it, but it's pretty much like, hey, you can't take advantage of... Uh, uh, skill bridge you can't take advantage of leaving early on leave and going because the command's not oh. supposed to approve your leave and your transfer stuff until your capstone's done so oh, and, and it even affects things like your dd2 uh 13 they, they really they're trying their hardest to improve it it's yeah still people fall into the cracks and just yeah. because they're in the seat just because they have the trough in front of them doesn't mean they could shove their head in there and make them drink, right? Some people, some <laughs> yeah, people... you can lead a horse to water. <laughs> exactly, you know, and, and the thing is, the reason why it's like that is because most of these people are trying to digest what's happening to them, and if they're yeah. starting, and if they're starting, you know, last minute, it, man, it's just, I, I've been telling people. Ever since, ever since I started doing my process, I'm like, two years out. Two years out, you need mm. to start thinking about this stuff. Two years out, you need to sign up for TAPS or CRS. Yeah. Two years out, you need Oof. to start making your plan. And you know, hey, I joined the Navy for a year, four year stint, and you know, first first <laughs> couple of years, I hardcore trying to learn my job and stuff like that. But if you're only going to stay in for four years, you know, that last part, you need to say, well, what's next? And yeah. I, I know, I know I've preached this to you before because you're one of my <laughs> old sailors, but you got a plan to stay in and you got a plan to get out. Boy. Yeah. First of all, you have said that to me before and it was, it was, it, it frankly took me back. I feel very attacked. I feel very 23. <laughs> I feel very junior sailor. Somebody at my college last quarter said the word shitmate, and I'm pretty sure I dropped my coffee on the ground. And I was like, how dare you? Who are you yelling at? No, no. <laughs> I was like, you can't just go around saying things like that all willy-nilly. <laughs> Battle stations. Battle stations. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't, 
don't don't say that around me. I'll I'll break a window for a fire extinguisher. Like don't nah, do that, man. No, nah, you're gonna go find <laughs> a stretcher. You're my stretcher bearer, man. bro. <laughs> oh man, Dude, that one hurt. Oh, that one hurt right here. Oh, oh they're so heavy. Okay. Oh man, I'm bringing you back, yeah, aren't yeah. I? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, 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 absolutely. It's, it's all oh, God. So I'm, I'm, kidding. Hey, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. For the record, I'm kidding. The, the Navy right now is hiring, right? Especially veterans. And they're yeah. offering up to 150K to come back in. So this is your opportunity. He's trying to recruit you back in. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know so all these struggles that, that you know. We, we were talking about with the VA, you could get him fixed. You have you have a second time to go around. <laughs> yes. Yes. Look at that! I'm yes. selling you back in. What's up? <laughs> Please, sir, may I have some more? <laughs> oh man! Oh brother! Yeah, no, no, no. I, I I hold my I hold my my rank as as veteran quite well. I'm. A, I'm a chief in this. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, and, and I think you're right, Chris. I think you're. I think you're entirely right. You know, you had mentioned earlier something about you know Tav's class not being necessarily there to um, to plan for you to do these things for you, and maybe that's something they could look into doing. Not necessarily like spoon feed you through it, but like yo, if you're gonna if you're gonna talk to me about how to get. 10 how to get my 10 percent disability the va doing this why don't we just go take a car and just go do it right fast <laughs> you know we have the cars we have the resources you have the money just take me go do that bring me back here we'll continue the class you know maybe because people learn at different rates and not everyone's going to sit in the class like y'all said we all just gonna click through that'll get us to actually do it and it's hands-on and it's a universal way to detect it um maybe yeah maybe we should invest in more hey come on let's go do it i'll do it with you like <laughs> fill this Brother, out i got you here and whatnot i love it man and that's that's what we're doing here that's why we do these podcasts is because I there's see. actually people out there that help you out with this process and the there more is. that the more that people listen to uh episodes like this and hear testimonies like yours and hear resources uh from other organizations out there, they're going to get informed. They're going to have be able to formulate a plan and realize, oh well, TAPS class isn't going to do this for me, but there's a resource out there that will. Absolutely, absolutely. But yeah, speaking yeah. of that, what was uh, one of the organizations that, that you were in t in contact with that helped you out? You know, what have you experienced since you've been out when it comes to these yeah. nonprofit organizations or or any organizations that, you know, maybe not treated you so well. Fortunately, I'm in a place with like a lot of different veteran organizations, right? The county, the local governments themselves have their own individual veteran services, but there are countless veterans organizations here, including DVA, Hiring for Heroes, and uh, what is that? They go around and they volunteer and raise money for veterans lounges at colleges. I want to say it's AmeriCorps, but I'm not 100% sure. I think it might be AmeriCorps. Um, and I, yeah, treated well by all of them. I think people who start those organizations have a drive and an understanding of veterans and like have a drive to help them and stuff like that. I think they do. 
for sure. So I've never, I've never been treated badly. Um, I will say that services and organizations designed to help veterans are painfully under-resourced. And I mean, it hurts. <laughs> like, you'll, you'll, have, you'll have one veteran coordinator for up to you know, thousands and thousands of veterans and one car to do it with. It's like, yo, yo, yeah, and I get it. That works off of donation money, but also the DOD has $700 billion. So maybe we can, maybe, 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 maybe we can do a thing. Let's, let's help each other out, you know? <laughs> so, and, uh, under, and you, you great hearts under-resourced. I think you bring up a really good point, you know, um, uh, we, we've talked about this with, uh, other organizations, you know, uh, you got the department of defense, uh, then you have the Homeland security for our coasties, and then, uh, yeah. you have, <laughs> then, then we have the, uh, veterans affairs, you know, the VA, right. Yeah. So I don't want the department of defense taking care of my transitions. I'm sorry. <laughs> the, what is their, what is their primary mission? <laughs> Department of Defense is to serve and protect our country, right? You yeah. don't want probably not necessarily the, the best persons to to take care of our transition. Well, then you have <laughs> Homeland Security. What is Homeland Security all about? Well, you know, hey, that's like they're, they're securing the homeland, right? And then yeah. the Veterans Affairs. That's and they're trying their hardest. But here's the other aspect that a lot of people don't realize: the Department of Labor is also in there as well. So you got you got a couple of different organizations that are already out there. You know, Department yeah. of Labor, Department of Veterans Affairs. Um, you have even uh, the Department of Transportation. You uh, Department of Agricultural. Like all these organizations are trying to do things to help people out the only problem mm -hmm. is, is a lot of people don't know about them because there's just there's so much information that it gets drowned out by all the other information. definitely and another thing that, to add to that mm -hmm. the so you that's just united states wide right countrywide yeah you also have statewide resources and then if you mm -hmm. narrow it down you also have community resources right and we started yeah. this journey and we we were very unaware of what was out there right mm -hmm. and we were borderline negative about the situation yeah. and we were very upset we were like how is it that nobody is doing anything about this how is it mm -hmm. that you know mm -hmm. everybody loves to bash the da because that's the organization that we love love to hate and hate to love right um yeah but at the same but by the same token that's not their business right uh um, yeah and yet you have other smaller smaller organizations that are it was like pick me pick me pick me i want to help you and you're like <laughs> um, you're like you're too small man are like are you real <laughs> or are you a scam right so it, it's know that, 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 that that's just difficult and you really don't yeah. know what you don't know you don't know the resources that are available and mostly are they vetted right so it, yeah. it's one of those yeah. things that you have to be very careful with 
Uh, luckily, yeah. we have been blessed, I would say, by being, um, and you played into a, a part that is very near and dear to my heart, right? Hmm. After 21 years in the service, my, my goal was many goals. Thank you. Uh, many, it's changed throughout the years, right? But this mm -hmm. last four or five years, I was willing and I was planning to stay in Japan for the rest of my life and retire there. Mm -hmm. a, year, a year ago, what happened? It's like, hey, just kidding. We're sending you to San Diego. Right? And he's like, wait, excuse me? No, I want to stay here. No, excuse me. I mean, it was it was with my best interest in mind. However, it was still very challenging and very difficult. And you mentioned yeah. about people that have gone and that are going through that transition, right? Yeah. Luckily, luckily and unluckily, however you want to see it. But luckily, I am limdu and going through a med board, right? So with that, I yeah. am kind of stuck in here. The first part of the that's what the hell is also unlucky, quote unquote, is I have to figure out my life. I have to figure out everything, move here, start over resources. The very All blessed the part of it. Right. But by the same token, because I've been proactive with this transition, I've been blessed to be able to reach out to nonprofit organizations that are here to help us out. Um, one of the things that I wanna talk about and focus a little bit more is about hire our heroes. I know you mentioned that you mm. were helped by them. I wanna hear yeah. your experience about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they actually, um, so they actually work with a bunch of different organizations, right? Starbucks made a pledge to uh, hire 10,000 veterans uh, by what was it, like 2018, and I think by 2017 they had um, eight, 18,000 hired, something like that. Well, they did the same thing with King County, and King County uh, implemented a Vets for Hire program. Where they actually did internships. So, in every single department in the county, they opened it up to veterans to try their hand at any one of the county functions. And they paid you salary and you got benefits for it, but it was only open to veterans. And I got into King County information technology with that. Nice. And what yeah. was your rate in the Navy before? <laughs> uh, I was an AZ. Aviation oh, maintenance sorry. administration, man. <laughs> I'm really sorry. <laughs> Why? Don't be. No, sorry. I mean, I'm, I'm an AME and I've been a desk chief safer flight for the last six years. So AZ oh, are okay. the name of my existence and you know why. Okay, 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 okay. Think of us, hey, think geez, of us, I just think of us. Special like two minutes ago <laughs> on a jet that's flying. Oh, oh my bad. <laughs> we're a team, we're a team. We're, hey, we're the birds in the toast. Don't even get me started on your, oh, hey, I was updating CADPAD and I realized something's broke. See, hey, see. no, no, you yeah. guys have so AMPs are required to have cat pad. So, for our audience that doesn't know anything that we're talking about, right? So, ACs <laughs> they are administrators, they deal with the paperwork behind every work order slash uh discrepancy mm -hmm. that.
that gets documented onto the aircraft. As in yeah. a desk chief is a person or a safer flight is a person that is there to make sure that all the paperwork and all the signatures and everything administratively uh, and from every work center is coordinated accurately for the aircraft to be a really safer flight. So these are yeah. things that usually happen and usually happen with junior sailors or uh, junior AZs that are have the best intentions in mind. However, <laughs> they make the things at the same time. You know, do you know why? It's because you do not get a desk until you're at least a middle or senior AZ. That's the reason. You file an ass on the floor until you can do your shit. That's why. I kind of want to. I kind of want to get back onto hiring for heroes, man. So that's yes. that's really awesome that they they worked with Starbucks yeah. and they worked with King County and they yeah. really helped. Uh, veterans uh, find meaningful uh, careers and and you found one inside the IT uh, realm. So yeah. after after you uh, ended up doing that, where, so how did you get to where you're at today? Is uh, that's that's kind of what I want to know. Yeah, well, yeah, you know, I tell you, one of the reasons why I stayed I stayed in Seattle was because there's a lot of opportunity here, and that that still holds true to this day. Um, yeah, I work with King County Information Technology, and then when you work with the county, you investigate all the other um, departments, and they've got transit, they've got sheriffs, they've got botanists, they've got park rangers, all kinds of stuff that you kind of explore where you're at. Well, it turns out I wasn't very good at IT, and I'm still not very good at IT, but I am very good at transit. <laughs> so... Uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I stayed in IT for for a bit, and then I started doing transit work in the community with King County Metro, um, and then I became regionally um, uh, regionally famous for some transit justice work that I did, um, and that's kind of what I do now. I do public speaking engagements and training where I, you know, encourage transit development. I talk to seniors. I talk to the state. And things like that um so yeah a series of connections and bridge building from one network to another um uh, can got me pretty far here <laughs> that is fascinating man congratulations first off i mean because that's thank you very jump much from going homeless to not knowing where you were going to be the next day to as you mentioned earlier you had a, a massive four forward plan and you execute it right yeah, yeah. i'm sure yeah. i'm sure that there was a lot of the times that since you got out that you face a lot of adversity but oh, yeah once you face that adversity instead of stopping and you know you might, might have stopped and kind of dusted yourself off maybe even cried a little bit and then you say you know what i'm gonna keep on pushing am i right <laughs> yeah yeah i cry a lot i cry a lot sir <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's healthy. It's cleansing. <laughs> I, I I will tell you, uh, though, one of the most um, valuable resources, and I will say this to anybody who's about to get out or thinking about getting out, 
or whichever. There is no stronger veterans program. There is no, there is no more abundant veterans program, no more helpful veterans program um, than other veterans. Uh, we word of mouth each other real good. Um, we know stuff that we don't know. So we tell us, so we know it. Um, so a lot of the jobs I was able to get and when I was in school and things like that, I made a lot of really helpful and useful and valuable connections in other veterans, just social groups, even social hikes and veterans clubs and college and stuff like that. And linking up with other veterans, people who kind of speak the same language you do, kind of understand the same background, share the same trauma bond, was one of the most valuable resources that I had available to me post-Navy, for sure. I don't think this would have been possible at all had I not connected with other veterans. Wow. That's <laughs> wow, awesome, bro. Wow, yeah, wow, wow. That was, that, that was perfect right there, man. Like, the network, the network is real. and um, The network we we hear this all the time from many veterans and many uh, yeah. people who have transitioned before us uh they mm -hmm. talk about how veterans like to help veterans there's nothing more resourceful than a bunch of veterans that get together not only not only that because we kind of reconnect to our tribe a little bit and then yes. we just kind of sit and there I would and like have veterans yeah yeah they like to help veterans and they tend to be really, really good at it. Um, with some examples of how they're good at serving veterans are that they always seem to have coffee. It's always available. <laughs> they just have it. It's that was your and they'll, and they'll offer Navy, right? it to you before they say anything. Huh? I said that was your second job in the Navy, right? Besides AZ, make sure there was coffee go going. I'm going to hey, whip your ass, man. That, your ass is grass, man. <laughs> I'm going to fuck you up. <laughs> no, he's only mad. He's only mad because they don't have coffee up there. <laughs> 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 only AZ is getting coffee. It's the paperwork. No, no. <laughs> right? Yeah, right. Yeah, no. <laughs> you walk into a fellow veteran's home. If a veteran runs a small organization made up of four or five people, if they do any mutual aid work in the community before they talk to you, before they ask your name, before anything, they will either have coffee or they will offer you coffee. And I truly don't think people understand how important that is to a veteran. <laughs> if anything, if nothing else, coffee. <laughs> I like it. It's a really, it's a really cheap way to get our attention. What can I say? <laughs> Nice. So the, um, it, 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 it's great that we got you on the show because we talked about how, um, if you don't set yourself up for success early, like we were saying 24 months before you separate, uh, you may end up finding yourself with the sea bag and a Metro card trying to figure things out. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and then you better be savvy brother and we we are so glad to have you on here because i, I want to highlight some of the things that we are here for we're here to prevent suicide in our community homelessness in our community and incarceration in our community that's what our show is all about and the uh, the more that we we share our stories like uh like yours like brother it, it's I'm, I'm so glad that you came on here man 
and and told us about <laughs> your told us about your journey, man. And realize Thank you for that, having me. Yeah, you know, and realize, guys that are listening to this, guys and gals, uh, we we all are here to help each other out. Yep. Period. I, I don't I With don't know a single said, veteran whose door is locked to me. How can we contact you, Darren? Um, How can we reach out to you? Me is, yeah, yeah. Best way to reach out to me is through my Instagram at Transit Daddy, but I can also be reached at my email at DarrenLT131 at gmail.com. Uh, yeah, remember I said it came locally transit famous? That's uh, Google Transit Daddy. You'll find it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, yeah, I can be reached by email or with the Seattle Transit Riders Union, which is where my roots lie. Again, man, hey, thanks thanks for coming on here, man, telling us your story. Um, of course. Do we, is there any uh, saved rounds or alibis before we go into the final uh, questions for no all right cool what what book or podcast do you recommend people to read or listen to so hmm um there is a book uh called what is it from our mouths and it's actually written by a teacher here in seattle and is a collection of, of uh, various veteran stories um and i'll hunt down oh, wow. the link it up in the chat yeah, he just collected some from his time teaching at Seattle Central, mostly from students, and there might be some valuable information in there. So, um, yeah, I'll link it in the chat. But yeah, I read that, and uh, I, I think we, we touched on it earlier, where it, it seems like all of these services, and unfortunately, even to an extent, some of these veterans are, you know, we're kind of in this era where we're operating in silos, and I think one of the issues is we're actually not connected enough. You know what I mean? Like. I if I should only have to do one intake form. I should be intaked into one veteran thing and it should get me through all the veteran things. <laughs> like it, should, it should just do that. And then, this, and then the same for vets. I think the more of these silos we take down, the more the walls we take down between each other and we kind of join and, and make that whole, the, the whole thing easier. Sign me up, man. Where do I sign up for yeah. that? <laughs> uh, well, well i mean y'all 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 did it y'all got the head start i just work here bud i just i just do the walls <laughs> so darren yeah what would you do or what would you tell your 18 year old self if you could go back in time what advice would you tell him and why? Mm. Uh, okay. Yeah. First, I will tell him not to worry. <laughs> Don't. I would tell him not to worry. This is temporary. You're gonna be fine. Um. Uh, I would, and I would encourage him to build relationships with vets earlier. Um, and to build better bridges sooner and faster uh, and to um, take time to relax, sit, and breathe because you can do that now. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, yeah, those are just some things. So I think when I, when I got out, I was like 26 or 27 or something like that. I was, you know, still pretty young, so... Uh, 
I, I, I wouldn't even say I knew a whole lot about myself in the first place. And then when I got out, my entire identity was just Navy. So um, I would tell myself to spend some time finding out who I am and what I like and what I want to do and get grounded sooner. <laughs> awesome, man. That's like fantastic. I the, appreciate uh, it. The last question for you, brother. Yeah. Who out there do you want to thank? that helped you through your your trans uh, uh your transition and reintegration man okay so first all my all my, all my navy buddies all of them it's just they're just there is no stronger bond than a trauma related one so these people have gotten me through uh they give me life and water uh and and uh and yeah without them i don't know where i'd be and then another one is you chris you is the person i would like to thank actually for help helping me with my transition and stuff like that uh for being one of the only chiefs on the ship who was not a complete thorn in my ass in an unhelpful way you were very helpful you're very considerate very compassionate and you definitely carry your sailors to success to the best you can and I don't say that about really anybody in the Navy, so. <laughs> Bro, you know, I, I felt like I was a thorn in your side because I would always come up to you and be like, yo, man, let's go up to the birthing real quick and let's have a talk, you know? And we, remember, we, we'd spend hours together, man. And, you know, the, the Nimitz, Nimitz is one of the, one of the tours that really kind of, you know, like, you guys grew, grew me into uh, what I came um it it didn't happen without you guys like you know um yeah so uh, oh, thank you sucks. i turned that back on you <laughs> thank you thank you for your service <laughs> oh, suck. thank you for yours team effort that's <laughs> <laughs> oh, usually my reply man. Thank you for your service. I'm like, oh, I appreciate it. Thank you for yours. America's a team effort. We all do it. <laughs> love it. Dude. Love it. Love it, man. I, I I like that. Hey, it's a team effort. You know, it's a team so, effort. We all we all doing the thing. Many wars, <laughs> many. <laughs> yeah. So hey guys, I hope you guys uh, uh look uh look Darian up. He's he's out there. He's you know, he's uh, doing the grind and he, he's been there in your shoes. So if you're ever find yourself in a situation, I'm, I'm telling you what, hit him up. Cause he'll, he'll tell you yeah. the same thing. Hey, he's like, use the network, man. I'm here for you. So uh, yeah. thank you again for sharing your story. <laughs> oh yeah. No yeah. Yeah, man. Um, so you have anything else, Yogi? Anything else, brother? Nope. That's all I got. Thank you, Darren. Yeah. Oh, thank you. All right, everybody. It's not rainbows and it's not rainbows and unicorns, but your transition is your transition. So take care of it. All right. Hard work. Get to it. <laughs> Adios, machachos. We touched on some topics today that I feel that we need to just address. Um, there's courage to call and if any reason while you're listening to the show uh you feel like you're experiencing some um past experiences you know courage to call uh 211 um 
they can help you out and process that stuff. They have uh, veterans uh, services available um, for people that may need to talk to somebody, um, especially, you know, unlocking some of this stuff. It, it can bring stuff up, so I, I understand. So Courage to Call 211. I hope you guys enjoy the show. And uh, it's been a privilege to be able to be here in front of you guys. Thank you. Do us a solid. Share this content with everyone you know, regardless if they're associated with the military or not. This content will help someone you know and hopefully will lessen the deadly gap after service. Our goal is to do whatever we can to reduce the number of suicides from 22 to 0 within the community. Give us a 5-star review, follow, like, and subscribe. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, TikTok, and you can follow us on LinkedIn and Instagram for more content from our guests. These are our personal experiences, and we do not represent the views of the United States Navy and or the Department of Defense. Your transition is ultimately up to you. Please do your research and ask questions. Use Master Chief Google or ask a friend and network within the community that you belong to. Return the roots out. Hi, my name is Chris, and I'm going to be your technical assistant today. First up, evolution is going to be press that little circle button and hold it down, then hang up with the phone. Oh, Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> you, can't, you can't trick me like that. I trusted you because of your incredibly regulation haircut. It's so, it's so neat. I believed you. You can't. I would trust you guy with that haircut. Oh, bad, bro. So. Yeah.